Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and knock knock to all our Jehovah's Witness friends. Welcome to Three and Three Hockey. <laughs> I'm your host, Jake Rivard. Do you think we have any Jehovah's Witnesses who listen to this show? If we do, here I'm gonna tell you something familiar, ready? Oh no. I hate you. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> the best part about being Jewish is just I don't have a mezuzah. Do you know what that is? No. I thought is that like a metal band? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you ever see? I don't. I'm probably the only Jew you know, but like on a Jew. That's not true. I'm kidding. On a, <laughs> on a Jewish person's door, usually they'll have like this little. It's like this big. It looks like it's hot dog size, and it's crooked on the door, and it has like a little mini version of the Torah in it. You ever? See I'm it? picturing a hot dog with the Torah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Somebody please make a hot dog mezuzah. That'd be real. It's Coney dog specifically. Yo. Right. That'd be pretty crazy. I would not put a mezuzah because I don't like want people to know who come to my door that I'm Jewish. But I like, mean, with the rise of like all these Jewish people getting prosecuted, like Sam, the Bank rise, like that hasn't been going on for thousands of years. <laughs> <laughs> the rise. My, my favorite Jewish person, the crypto guy who scammed a bunch of people. I'm right here. I understand. <laughs> oh, Larry David's my favorite Jew. <laughs> you didn't. I'm on your podcast. Leave <laughs> met Larry David. Can Can you get Larry David on the podcast? Do you guys all like know each other? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah. So we have a jam-packed episode ahead of us, but before we start anything, I'd like to talk a little bit. We got to take some time to appreciate the holidays. Let's talk a little bit about our experiences with this time of the year and how they affected us. Oh my God. So specific. <laughs> Everybody asked Jake what he got me for Hanukkah. No, don't. Do you guys even get presents? Who's you guys? I've got you like holla. I'll take it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'll fucking take it. Avalon Bakery in Detroit has the best challah, even though it's not Jewish at all. It's very good. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Astoria. Did I tell you about the beef with Astoria pastries and no. Cantoros? I love Cantoros. Oh, they hate each other. So I had a friend who worked at Cantoros for a while, and he said that one day the owner of Astoria came in, and the owner of Cantoros was so mad, he started screaming at him in Italian and throwing things at him, like jump from behind the counter to fight him. Whoa. By the yeah. way, for anyone, for anyone who's not familiar, these are both like Italian specialty grocery stores in the Metro Detroit bougie. area. Bougie, bougie, bougie. I used to live next to Joe's Produce in Livonia. That place was also great. Not Italian, but same vibe. Very I had good. a Vincent Joe's by my Oh, house. yeah. That's the that same. Our... Joe's Joe's Produce is like the Joe's of Vincent Joe's. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So he has a side project, but Vince doesn't. Oh, no. I think Joe's is the main... I don't know. Um, it's too complicated. But uh, we can't keep up with the Italians. Wait, everywhere. why did I even bring up mezuzahs? Because we were talking about holidays. We're talking about no, the... but there was something. Oh, about I was saying, if a Jehovah's Witness sees a mezuzah, they know not to go to that house because they're not going to get the Jew. It's the modern day equivalent of like the painted lamb's blood on the door to let you know that you know you're a practicing Jew. I am not though. I'm a fake. That's okay. I'm just. 100% ethnically Jewish, and I like to be Jewish when it suits me, as an atheist. I am Catholic if uh, if the Christo fascists take over the country. I am the most devout Catholic ever, you know. Do you have an attic, by any chance? I do. <laughs> Is it big enough for, for per se, one Maddie-sized <laughs> The Diary of Mads the Stallion. Yo, could you imagine... Well, wow, we're five uh, minutes into the episode and we're making Anne Frank jokes. This is going Anne great. Frank, <laughs> Anne Frank would have been a 313 hockey fan. Oh my god, she totally would have. She would have loved our podcast. Anne Frank, if you're listening to this <laughs> in the afterlife, um, we can get a Ouija board and have you on for a seance. Wait, do you remember when Justin Bieber said that? I think it was Justin Bieber. Somebody oh, was yeah, like... he was like, Anne Frank would have been a fan or something like that? I think like he that. went to the Anne Frank house and... After his visit, said Justin or Anne Frank would have been a Bieber fan or a believer. I can't remember if it was him you know, or not. You know what I keep thinking about? Like, did you ever read The Fault in Our Stars as a kid? Of course. Do you ever like wonder if the Anne Frank house has just been like perpetually ruined by teenagers because of that? Like people making out in the Anne Frank house because like that happens in the book. I never did until now. Oh, that's much much to consider. Anne Frank house, great house by the way. I gotta say, architecturally. Oh really? I haven't been to Amsterdam yet. It looks really cool. It is dope as fuck, literally. 
Um, so Maddie, what was it like to be Jewish on Christmas when you had all your Christmas friends or Christian friends? Oh my God. So when I was little, like my family was still religious back then. So I sometimes like this year, Hanukkah does line up with Christmas, which is great because then I can still kind of, you know, feel like I'm festive. But like when I was little, I just remember on Christmas day, like everybody I knew would post like their whole like Christmas trees and everything under the tree and their whole family. And they were in matching pajamas. And I just woke up and I was like, okay. Like, I don't know. I've always felt like excluded and sad. It was just sad for me, I guess. But like my parents, at least when I was pretty little, they would give me like a, like a one Hanukkah present on, on Christmas day, just so I could kind of, feel it but like I don't know I never celebrated or even had a tree until so I got my first Christmas tree two years ago when I lived in Germany with my ex it's in the background this is not my first one though this is my second one this is my second Christmas now do you do you get the tree raw or do you have a plastic tree it's it's fake just like me having a Christmas tree. That's a okay, true. Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's a... but I, I got my first. I got a real Christmas tree the first time, and I was in Germany, and they do Christmas like way more intensely there. Also, Christmas in Germany is on America's Christmas Eve, so I had a lot to learn. Yeah, they celebrate on the twenty fourth. Yeah weird that's why they lost both world wars you get your presents on the 24th and a really cool german christmas tradition you on the 24th before you have or after i guess you get a fucking recorder out as a kid and you play the recorder to get your presents so you have to do child labor to get your gifts yeah you are compensated for your labor with gifts yes that's disturbing this is why they lost the world wars german efficiency is a lie I was just shooketh by, like, all of, first of all, Christmas ornaments are expensive. I thought they would be, like, five dollars. No, it's, like, Second of all, there's, like, I didn't know what to do, so, like, I was kind of just winging it and just, like, getting random, like, decorations and shit. Did you have to play the recorder? I did not. Okay. Surprisingly, considering the family my ex had. (laughs) That, too. No, but I was only, I was in Germany for five years, but, yeah, my ex's family was, like... They didn't really like that I was Jewish. They never outwardly said that. But ah, a German family that doesn't like a Jewish person. That's interesting. It is interesting. I wonder where they could have got that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, as I'm just, you know, vibing and I'm an atheist Jew, I like to be festive. I've had this tree up for over a month and it makes me feel good. So I like it. I have cute little ornaments. I got my little ranch ornament. I got a Red Wings ornament. All right. Uh, I won I won a Blue Moon ornament at Bar Trivia when, oh, I went with a group of people to Bar Trivia and there was a category Detroit sports in the city of Detroit. I swept. cleaned up? I, I cleaned up. That's where I got the Blue Moon ornament. Did you, was that, did you meet Dana there? No, Dana and I met at another event. Uh, Maddie met one of my real life friends outside of the circle of hockey. Uh, So I'm having like a a collaboration moment and it's kind of freaking me out. We're like besties now. Dana, if you're listening to this, come on through with me hockey. (laughs) (laughs) I like to keep my friends in different enclosures Mm -hmm. um, and I stimulate them with activities. And the fact that you crossed over to the other enclosure is a problem. So I'm gonna have to build bigger barriers. The problem is I just talk to everyone. I like making friends with everyone. Somebody commented on those interviews that we posted, like, Matt's just out there talking with o- uh, talking OHL with these random Canadian guys. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, you're from Sarnia. <laughs> the, one um, guy, guys- the one guy was like, oh, she knows. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen the video we posted, we interviewed a bunch of Toronto Maple Leafs fans at the Leafs Wings game. And some of the responses we got were so just good. absolutely hilarious. So be sure to check it out on our Twitter page. We got to do that more, Jake. We do. We do. It's so good. We should just do interviews in the city of Detroit. I think so, too. I think that'd be really fun. Just find, like, a random guy. Find the goat man. I want to find the goat guy again. Oh, I've seen him. He told me the most depressing story when I first met him. Oh. He he was like, yeah, I used to have two goats, but then oh, somebody no. stole my first goat and did a ritual sacrifice. <gasps> and I was like, they what? And he's like, yeah. He was just talking so casually about it. Yeah, he's chill. His goat's pretty cool, too. I pet it a few times. 
dude. Jake um, Rivard, come to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was normal during Christmas. I had a That's tree surprising. and all that stuff. Uh, but our thing that we do every year is one of us gets becomes the butt of the joke. The one person gets made fun of. And the best one uh, that I've ever seen in my life was my youngest sister was always very like insecure about my sister, my other sister and I hanging out without her. Oh, and so she was constantly like, I felt when you guys hanging out without me as the youngest sibling (gasps) behavior. And my dad hearing this so often, great, great sense of humor. Wait, what's your dad's first name? Mike. Of course it is. Mike. Mike. Mike's sense of humor is he buys her the Mindy Kaling book, Is Everybody Hanging Out Without Me? Isn't it Mindy Kaling? Mindy Kaling, yeah. You know what? So he buys her, Is Everybody Hanging Out Without Me? And it was supposed to just be like a ha-ha-ha, but I couldn't hold it in anymore, and I laughed to the point where I was crying. Like, I was literally sobbing on the floor because I thought it was so funny. I I can't laugh because I, I, I relate to that sometimes. You're the youngest sibling? I am not the youngest sibling. I'm the oh. second youngest. But I think my little brother would probably say the same. I don't know. You're There's too many of us fucks. There's four of us. Four, that's too many. That's too many, I know. There's Legally, you should have two, three at most. I agree. Let's just do what China did. <laughs> China! <laughs> <laughs> My dad does it really well. I'm sure he um, does, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Mike. Speaking Lamar. of Mike, we went to our first hockey game together since I was a little kid. No way! Yeah. How so was he that? Ex- he experienced Little Seizures Arena for the first time. I will tell you more about it when I get to it. Why can't we get to it now? Well, I mean, we got to do the whole game recaps, and I guess Why? we can talk about it. Fuck it. Why not? We make it's our rules. podcast. We do whatever we this want. It's the perfect segue. So we went to the Tampa game, and I was a little worried because, you know, it's Tampa. They're, they play pretty dirty, and they score a lot, and they're really good. So I was worried we were going to see, like, a beat down. We beat them the last time, too. Yeah. And the humiliation that we saw of Tampa was so. So good. Wait, let's pause. We don't we'll get to, to that. Talk... Yeah, let's, I just want to hear about, about my dude. Let's Michael. talk about LCA's experience. So yeah. my dad has two senior moments the whole time we're there. That's it. The first senior moment we do is we make it all the way to the door. And then he goes, fuck. And I was like, what is it, dad? And he goes, I forgot my phone. We had to walk three or four blocks away to go back to his car. We tried to park on your street and we couldn't figure it out. Okay. Anyway. Right. Um, and that's so fu- how does someone forget their phone in the car he's this old man he's My he's got like the never. worst memory in the world so we make it into the arena and the first thing he starts to complain about is the seats he's like listen it's not 1980 anymore everybody's fat you need bigger seats oh for bigger God. people. <laughs> he is a large dude. I get it. He's like 6'5". He's yeah, huge. He is. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> okay. Right. He is huge. He he's is that, a big boy. He needs a that big SZA seat. song. <laughs> <laughs> My dad, does your dad still call it the Joe? I have. Yeah. Taken... Yes, he does. And he goes, the Joe. Yep. I mean, ah. And then he, called dad... it the, he called it the palace at one point. <laughs> My dad, I've brought my dad to LCI, I think, three times now. Every time, he still says the Joe. We sat upper bowl, and he picked the front row of the yeah. upper bowl because he didn't want to sit back because he was worried about craning in. He was like, oh, I'm going to fall forward if I have so to look big. down like that. Yeah, Right. <laughs> Such a massive man. But he enjoyed the game. He <laughs> thought, like, there was a little clip that they play where it's like a little chipmunk or animal or something, and it does the Freddie Mercury, do like, Dale. Yes. He Did thought he it was it? hilarious. He, uh, he, pulled, he pulled out his phone and recorded it. Oh, he thought it was so funny. That's so cute. <laughs> I wish I could have seen that. They they did the, like, anyone from Downriver, and he thought oh. it was the funniest thing. Oh, He's that like, is Why funny. are they talking about Downriver? <laughs> I, that, is, I, that is always good. Whenever they do that, so if you guys have never been to the LCA, Little Caesars Arena, um... <laughs> They go, they do this thing where you're supposed to cheer. Like, first they do, oh, now the ladies. And then all the girls go, ah! And then now the fellas. And they go, oh! And then they do, like, <laughs> anyone, From anyone. Oakland County. <laughs> Oakland County. And then they go, ah! And then they go, downriver. And it goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Like, the most intense reaction I've ever heard. Every drunk fucking crazy person in there is when they say, anyone from downriver. And then everybody goes fucking nuts. Downriver is the white trash capital of Michigan, and that's like saying something. I... But anyway, have you ever been to Jackson? Oh, <laughs> Jackson's the Confederate capital of Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so God. the second senior moment he had is we're leaving to go back home. 
Yeah. And we both go to the bathroom. I'm a, like several people ahead of him. He he called it the Barry Sanders move because I like swept through the I slipped nice. through the crowd. Nice. Did um, you do a juke? Sometimes for funsies, yeah. <laughs> for funsies, I'll try to like juke through the crowd just to be like silly. <laughs> you do a little spin move. Yeah, people love it. It's a crowd pleaser. And um, he so I get out and I'm like, hey, I'll meet you by the entrance. You know, I'm outside. Yeah. And it takes a few minutes and I see him standing there back to the outside. Mm-hmm. He's like looking around. And he texts me, where are you? And I go, behind you. And he goes like this. He starts looking to his left and right, not looking behind him where I said he'd be. I had to walk back in and tell the security guard that was my dad. And then he turns around and he goes, oh! He that's called it his Joe Biden moment. That That's great. Good old Mike Rivard. What's his Classic name? Classic Mike. Uh, Lee. Michael Lee. No, I call what? him Michael Michael Motorcycle. Of course you do. Um, but anyway, enough about our dads. Enough I didn't about... say shit about my dad. Yeah, you oh did. no, I did. I said he. I, I, <laughs> I said he calls it the Joe. She's got goldfish brain. <laughs> I only remember the last five seconds. Yeah, that's actually accurate. I'm not even on any. It's you know, it's eleven in the morning. I'm just I'm not it's on anything. Early. It's too early for you. You're it's usually not... awake a couple hours from now. No, that's not. <laughs> I wake up at like eight o'clock every day. Usually I will get like the strangest like Snapchats or texts or I'll see like your Instagram where you're just doing something just so random. Like I'm going to float down the river today. (laughs) Your unemployed friend at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. You're like going to fly now and you're like in the airport walking around. Like what what are you doing? No one knows what I'm doing in it. Like I'm always on a side quest. Never let them guess your next move. That's right. I am always on a side quest. (laughs) It's true. I love being on a side quest, man. Oh, they're the best. They're the best, especially when you're unemployed because everything's a side quest. Speaking about side quests, Detroit sports update. Talk about the Detroit sports update. (laughs) The Detroit Lions are fun to watch. The Detroit Lions, baby. Oh, I got it. I can't. I can't talk about them in a normal way anymore. Jake. (laughs) She's doing the like. She's doing the Sherlock thing where she has her hands in like a diamond. Angela Merkel. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing the Illuminati. Listen, the Detroit Lions. Okay. Last also, episode. Maddie just stood up and she's like, <laughs> she is like bricked up right now. Like, in a I am bricked. If I had a dick, I'd be rock hard right now talking about the Lions. No, seriously, they get me going, man. Like, oh. I, I channel my inner Dan Campbell. After a win, listen, this is this is some crazy shit. I have, listen, look at I have goosebumps right now. After a look, do you see this? Do you see it? You got goose flesh. After a Lions win, I like think about Dan Campbell and I watch those like videos that the team puts out of them being mic'd up, like hiking, hyping themselves out. And I always crush like my best workout because I just think about like the Detroit Lions right now. Okay, last episode, let, hear me out. Last episode, there was a 51% chance of Lions making the playoffs. Since then, we beat the Jets. Fuck you, Jets. And now, in a few days, so by the time this comes out, we will have beaten the Carolina Panthers on Christmas Eve. Wait, tomorrow. The Lions play tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I am fucking (laughs) stoked. She just ran through a brick wall, Kool-Aid man style. Listen, I was supposed to go to Florida tonight, but that's not going to happen due to the storm. So it's just me and Marty out here. I have nothing else to look forward to besides the Lions. I bought myself a little pot roast. Get day drunk and watch the Lions. That's right. They're going to win. Okay. I don't know what the exact percentage is now. A lot of it is dependent on other teams. So I'm not going to let's, I think we're at like 70% chance of making the playoffs. I don't know though. That number is made up that I think I saw somewhere. It really depends on how these other teams play. So I'm ready. And, and we don't need to win out technically, depending on how the other teams do. We don't need to win out, but that would be fucking sick if we did and it'd make it a lot easier. So it's what Panthers, Bears, Packers. Panthers. Yep. That's it. I like those odds. Dude, I, like I was odds. looking at the fucking tickets for the next I think there's only it's either one or two more home games. I can't Bears is away, right? Because they played here. I yeah. So. We're away at Bears and then home for the Packers to end the season. Right? I think so, yeah. No wait, Bears no Bears is home because I was gonna get tickets to that. That's but. the one. The tickets, like, the cheapest tickets right now are going for, like, $300. Holy shit. Yeah. So, anyway, the Detroit Lions, that's that's all I have to say. 
They're pretty. They're gonna be fun to watch. Um, what do you yeah, mean they're gonna be fun to watch? They're like the hottest team in the fucking NFL right now. They're not. They're gonna be fun to watch. They, they are, are fun, to watch. fun to watch. Yes, six and one in their last seven games, and the only loss was to came the Bills. The best team in football. Are the Bills still the best? I don't think so. It's them or freaking what's it called? Kansas City, the Queens. No, wait. The Bills are eleven and three. The Chiefs are also eleven and three. Okay, yeah. Wow. The AFC like the South. The AFC South. The Titans are seven and seven to lead their division. <laughs> I thought what the NFC the North fuck? would be the worst division. No, it's still pretty bad though. But okay, NFC. Oh yeah, the Eagles. The Eagles are thirteen and one, so they're the that's best it. Team. Okay. Which we I think lost, we lost to them at the beginning of the season. I mean, and again, that's that's the best team in football. So NFC South, the Buccaneers are leading their division six six wins. Ew! I Tom, know. the corpse of Tom Brady is hanging on for dear life. That is actually factual. Um, in other Detroit sports news, yeah, I'm done talking about the Lions. The guy who I thought would come back to the Tigers didn't. We are of you course thought talking. He, you thought Verlander about, was going to come back. We all thought we're, we're. I'm of course talking about um. Andrew or James McCann. <laughs> you are such a troll. Tigers legend. I actually really liked him when he was here. Yeah, uh, I liked but, him too. Who didn't like him? Uh, my sister had a huge crush on him. She had a crush on him, and then before him, uh, Ian Kinsler. No, it wasn't Kinsler. What was his first name? Ian. Ian Kinsler. Yeah. I don't know why Ian sounds wrong, but Kinsler was a cutie. I don't like the name Ian. I'm sorry Ian's to anybody who listens name. to this named Ian. I almost um, dated a guy named Ian. But yeah, Justin Verlander signed with the New York Mets and they spent almost, I think, almost a billion dollars signing it's a bunch insane, of players. insane, dude. Also, the Mets just signed um, Correa as well. So I'm, if they don't win the World Series, then what the fuck is the point? Well, then they have the Tigers curse. I don't know. It's, I was looking at a graph Whoa, of... Whoa, he's Israeli. Yeah. He's the cap. I think he's their coach of their baseball team. He's so cute. Team. I forgot how fucking cute he is. <laughs> I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. He's a looker. Um, so I was looking at a graph of the owners that have the most money. Yeah. In baseball. Yep. And their payroll and who they've signed. Mm-hmm. The Mets are number one in both categories, and then from there, yeah. there's a couple other teams. The Tigers mm-hmm. are in the top ten. I think they're like the seventh or fourth. Yeah. Wealthiest team, and they've done nothing. They've done a few things. Just kidding, they signed Matt Boyd. And that other guy we talked about last episode. Yeah, and they made the trade for that other And, guy. not to forget, the extremely important acquisition of our new stadium lights. Oh! <laughs> my dad Don't and forget I were making, about that. My dad and I used to go to a bunch of Tigers games, and we kept making jokes about, there was like this old, um, like, what do you call it? Billboard? Yeah. Like the light billboard. And it used to be like a clapping thing, but the animation was like so staticky that it yeah. was like hands moving in and out and it was like, yeah. make some noise. Oh, that's funny. So we do that a lot here. We like to have fun here. You and Mike Lee. Speaking of fun. Yeah. There was a trade. Was happened. it fun though? Dude, I was mad confused at first. So the Red Wings did a three way trade with the Rangers and Anaheim. They had a three way. They had the Red Wings had a three way. And at first I was like, oh cool, we got Michael Delzato. I forgot he was still in the league. And then I was like, wait a minute. This is a three way. I hate when that happens, you know, you think it's just you and one other party and then there's a third. But we got a dude named Danny O'Regan from Anaheim. The most Irish name in the world. Danny O'Regan. Yes, I was born in the European countryside of Berlin, Germany. <laughs> that was a really good Irish accent. But yeah, Thank he's you. he's an American, uh, a German-born American. Um, his dad played in the DEL in Berlin, so he was born in Berlin. That was pretty fucking cool. He's so, going to be a good player for the Griffins. Yeah, so he was... Actually, he has. Yeah. He scored a bunch of points last night. Yeah, so he's on the Griffins now. I guess just for their depth and he was he was a fifth rounder in 2012 so he's a center um i don't know obviously there's no like potential of him being sent up right now considering how am, many centers that we have i am like on one hand i'm gonna miss giovanni smith because i thought he was oh like, yeah fun. we didn't even he... talk about g money oh yeah giovanni smith is gone to florida that is sad i mean I you get to him. yeah the thing is i know it's sad to see him go 
I liked him. I liked his fights. I liked the energy he brought. Yeah, he was just a cool dude. My favorite highlight of his was when he played he played against Chicago and the Blackhawks announcer called him Trevor Daly. Oh because, my god. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh so shout out to the Blackhawks announcers for not being able to tell black players apart. Um very classic Chicago. On one hand I'm a little upset. I'm bummed that Giovanni Smith got traded, but I'm not like devastated because he's played yeah, two I'm games not this devastated. year. And ever the people that are like, oh, the wings just got softer. Oh, they don't have a guy who's gonna fight anymore. Name Wait. one. Name one game where he made a difference this year. One. Yeah, this season like zero. Nothing. Wait, Jake. Can this isn't this is like a a side quest that I want to go on in this episode? Yes, can we side quest? Can we please talk about? Okay, there are some fans who like get this weird like attachment to literally every single player on the roster to the point that you can't criticize them you can't talk bad about them i'm like listen i am i too love the red wings like anyone who knows me knows i love the red wings but like you have to be able to fucking criticize some guys on your team like also think something i cringe at is like when for example when we talk about the lightning game is oh vladdy come home like i like vladdy too <laughs> yeah like i liked him but like it's part he's of gone. the game he's gone he got traded and he's not Hockey. like he was this like superstar or whatever like people are like still like pining over it hockey like, is a business like and and he he sucks now he's he has less points than adam ernie and oscar sunquist and all of our fourth line he's not good anymore thank you and okay i'm glad we're on the same page yeah i, I just it's i don't understand so annoying. it and also he only played there for like one and a half seasons like, yeah i don't understand it i'm just I'm, like baffled i'm baffled that freaks me out and then the parasocial relationships yep. freak me out the only people you should be having parasocial is relationships us. with no, just is us no please no be- <laughs> yeah, i want you to make lore about us and fan fiction i want an oh, ao3 oh please i'm sure they do about you for sure <laughs> what do you think wait okay jake let's say you're a fan what what's the lore about me i think that a lot of people think that you're like a dom when in reality like <laughs> quite the opposite um yeah i think a lot of them want you to step on them mm-hmm. That's and true. i think they think i'm a little fruit yeah maybe not Okay. Yeah, I think that's that's the lore we have so far. I mean, we're only like what twenty five episodes in, so that's it. Just that I'm a dom and you're a fruit. Yeah, for now, I think there's going to be more shit. I want like an episode where one of us is going through like some mania and we just start going off. I guess today would be that episode. I kind of just did that about the lions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but back to your side quest. Yeah. So I get freaked out by the parasocial relationships because. I know a girl who's met Jacob Verana a few times. You know her, too. And another girl on Twitter blocked her because she met Jacob Verana so many times. How do you know because that? Because she wanted... Because she told me that this all happened. The girl who blocked her? No, no. The girl who got blocked. And then somebody else confirmed But how that. does she know that? Well, somebody... A third party confirmed it. Oh, um, I got... I got, like... I went down there are some like very problematic wings fans and i like i didn't follow them but they followed me and they were like talking shit about me and i only found out because like somebody sent it to me but they about were like you yeah because i hated on it was very early in the season it was like and it was because i hated on zadina so much and they were can like I, can i make a guess is it the very terminally online group of people who are like oh yeah stalk it's people the instagrams that don't have their face on their twitter it's just like they use players' faces. And then they were just calling. They said, like, Zadina haters are ugly. I saw it in 4K because they saw me at a game. I'm like, y'all, y'all are taking this too far. You don't even use your own fucking face on Twitter, you cowards. Right. You, uh, you goobers are, like, walking around, like, lurking, tweeting 80 times a day about Ugh. how people who don't like the player you like are bad. And it's the same people who are, like, in those, like, Wings Twitter meetup photos when everyone's in it i'm like okay yeah, i'm like who are i don't you even people? know who you are but i honestly felt a little famous i'm like i don't know who you are but you hate me well i had <laughs> someone i had someone block me and our 313 hockey account because i made a joke about gatekeeping who who did that i won't name names because you know whatever um so what one of them was like tweeting about how they don't want to be a wings fan anymore because they're afraid of gatekeeping there's so oh, much I gatekeeping going on and i was like no there's not not really. Like, like just thinking to myself, you know, I'm not going to say anything. Those that's, like, people mean. are so annoying. But I was like, there's not actually, this is an online community. There's, there's, 
I mean, millions there probably of is. There, are, there probably is gatekeeping. Uh, sure, a little bit. But, like, for the most part, if you're online and you're on Twitter, people aren't going to gatekeep. They're going to be like, oh, cool, come join the party. Like, I'm always happy to include people. So I made a joke about it on our Twitter page, and I said, if you don't know every single thing about the Wings in all of history forever, then you are, you know, you are not a not real, a real fan. fan. Mm-hmm. And then one person, like, quote, one of those people quote tweeted it and was like, I'm going to not quote tweet this on private because fuck you. Oh and then God. I responded on my account and I said, they're like literal children. I know. I was like, 313 Hockey is a satire page. Like, it, this is a satire podcast. If you take this seriously, that is your problem. And then they tweeted like, <sighs> they, um, Oh my god, I need to find it. I'm gonna find it because it was the uh, single funniest tweet. It. it was the single okay, funniest tweet I've know. ever seen. Yeah. Really? Um well in in regards With all of mine to choose from. In regards <laughs> to 313 hockey, this was like this was god tier. Okay. Humor. We should make like an archive. I would love that. I wanna find the best content. Oh here Pauses. it is, ready? <clears throat> yeah, ready choosing to make jokes out of someone expressing how they're feeling and choosing to reinforce how those feelings came to be makes you the problem. <laughs> it's just satire. Okay, people are actually upset oh, yeah. and crying. No, we talked about that. I want people are oh, upset and crying. We God, I'm before. like, you're upset and crying about satire. I'm sorry, we, it's not real. It's not real Jake, life. Jake, Jake, can we add that to our Twitter bio? People, we make people upset and crying. I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Once, once the once Her- Philip Peronic wins his Norris, I'll add it on there. Oh, I'm ready to talk about Phil. I wanted to make it the the header, but what? I think that Nashville one, the header is like, okay, people are actually upset and crying. No, I think it's time for a change. The Nashville one we've had like our whole time being okay a podcast. Yeah, people then are upset then at crying and we crying. can do that and crying. <laughs> um, but anyway. I think it's time we need to talk about Philip Peronic. Can we please? Holy shit. This Holy dude. shit. Could you, I wish like we would take like a clip from the beginning of the season talking about him and versus now, but like, I'll say it. I said it before and I'll say it again. Philip Peronic deserved the criticism at the time. The man's turned it on. So you know you're like a true Midwestern mom because <laughs> the way Midwestern moms motivate their kids is they say like, they crit- they go like, you can't do this. And then the kid do goes, they? okay. I'm going to prove you wrong. Is that uh, a thing? My my boss is from Indiana and she always says like um she was mommy. like she's a she's a So uh, your boss is mommy. <laughs> um she's a <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars fan and right. she made this whole like fan cam about um to of Trevor Lawrence to Taylor Swift's like anti-hero. Yeah. And then right after that he started going off and she goes, "Yeah, it's cuz of me. Yeah. I motivated him the Midwest mom way." Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's what you did. Um, so everybody, everybody on this that's listening, say thank you to Maddie because without her, Philip wouldn't be in this level that he's playing right now. Real talk though, I do you think he was just like a prisoner of Jeff Blashill and he wasn't being coached the right way? And yes. now, yeah, that's I, what I think too. They didn't. They didn't let him play to his strengths. Like right. Blashill constantly tried to get him to play these like huge minutes. He's not that guy. He can be the middle pairing guy who plays medium minutes you put him with a smart defensive guy and he can do whatever the hell he wants yeah i love you know there was some discussion about like the different defensive pairings and like who's on which line both mo and now Hronik bring this awesome offensive defenseman and i like how we have it set up now with mo and Sherat on that top line and then Hronik on the second line with um with olimata yeah, with Mata. I like those lines. Yeah, I, now, that's solid. On, on one hand, I, I understand, like, the stat people being upset that, like, Ben Sherratt's on the top pairing, but, like... You can't put Hronik and Sider together, like... No, they they play this a similar style. Like, that's not gonna make sense. Also, I think they're both right-handed. Yeah. And the reason why you put Ben Sherratt on that top line is so that he doesn't have to fight. Like, the, that Sider doesn't have to fight. Oh, but he did. That's what I was about to say. Like, <laughs> the perfect... The perfect um, example of this working out beautifully was, you know, we'll talk about it when we talk about the Tampa game, but, you know, Mo has a, quite the hit, and he, he starts a little scuffle, and Sherrod is right 
right, right, right there behind him. And he's ready. He's a dog. He was ready. Yeah. And it was like, you know, you have the seasoned veteran there with a guy in his sophomore season. And it's just like, I feel like that dynamic works really well. And seeing, you know, Ben Chirot stick up for Cider, like right there when he gets into like, I, sorry, not a fight, but roughing. I'll get, I'll get into that later. Oh yeah. That was, that was nice. And it just like made me feel good about that pairing. Um, there are so many like stat nerds that are talking about this too. And like our, our good friend Prashanth yeah. posted this graph and mm-hmm. the graph has a bunch of defensemen clustered in the middle and in the top right, right next to Adam Fox, who, and Rasmus Dahlin, two people who are front runners for the Norris. He is leading in all around, so he's bringing yeah. offense and defense to the table. He is smart, and as our policy goes with advanced stats, we only show them when they further our narrative. Yep. Philip Ronick deserves the Norris. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Um, and he's only 25, you know, so they say defensemen can take longer to develop than forwards, and I'm really excited to see how it develops. You know, we have we have him and Mo. Mo is obviously a few years younger, but just and you've got look, looking good. Edvinson on the come up That's and all right. these other guys. Solar Holy bomb. cow! Oh, so if you're if you're defenseman. like a doomer this year and you're depressed about like how the team looks when they lose, just know there are good things that are very much on the way. Oh yeah, I mean the way I feel, and we've talked about it a few times, is like no one expects the Wings to make a run for the Cup this year. Even if like if we make the playoffs, I'll obviously be ecstatic. But like as we stand now, it seems like it's just going to be another development year. But and definitely, yeah, definitely forward progress from last season. So I mean, there's no like doom and gloom here. I'm just. I'm just here for the ride. And like I tweeted from, from our account the other night. Um, it was fun to be a Red Wings fan after that Tampa game. You know, that was just a fun fucking Holy. game. Yeah. You know what? So, let's, let's, let's talk about the Tampa game. We keep trying to uh, postpone it. Uh, I guess we should get the Ottawa one out of the way first, I guess. But let's, before, yeah. before we get to the game recaps, just wanted to, we haven't, I don't think we talked about it last episode, but Verana, Oh no, we did talk. Verana's yeah, did. officially back and Zarnik was sent down. Um, Verana is to... practicing right now. I don't know if he's going to play a game yet. I think they're going to slowly well, get him. We activated. don't have another game until next week after the Christmas break. I assume that he'll play then, but uh, yeah, we don't know yet, but like you know he's, ac- he's activated now. I just read your show notes. Uh, yeah. We can just avoid talking about the auto game that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> that one didn't Those happen. Are... <laughs> Those are your notes. So, Jake wrote recaps, Ottawa. He wrote, nah. And then I put in parentheses, bro, we can't just not talk about our terrible games because he does it every <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> yeah, that, that game was was not fun to watch. I went on a Sens podcast the day after. Oh, yeah. How were, was that? How was uh, that? They're, they're funny. No, Sens fans are, are like... They? They might be the funniest fans in hockey. Like Jake does this thing where he'll meet like one person from a fan base and then use that as a benchmark for their entire fan base. Like, well, it's not just them. I have no, like, I there, are few, there are a few other Twitter accounts I follow that are Sens fans and they're hilarious. They yeah. like they're they they were killing me on that show. They told oh, me there's I wanna this, hear it. There's this fake prospect that the whole fan base made up called Gulk. <laughs> And they would like tweet at the the Sens Twitter page, and they're like, "Where the hell's Gulk? Why isn't Gulk getting ice time?" <laughs> That's funny. So when I went That's on, like I was like, Zedina. "Yeah." I went on, and I was like, "Wow, Gulk was invisible that whole game. Oh, I didn't see. Good. I don't think I saw him once." They probably loved that. Oh, they thought it was great. They were like, "Yeah, he's still trying to develop, right?" Oh my god. Oh, that's um, good. I like. Yeah, that a lot. it's so good. So like they they gloated a little bit, you know they they made yeah. a couple jokes here and there, which is fair. Um, I would yeah. As long I mean as I would be doing the same thing. Yeah, the they thing, were they were fun. Yeah, that's like that's why I usually don't understand like your your beef with the Maple Leafs is like of course they wait wait they have they have those rancid ass fans of course, but the majority of them are just like those cute little Canadians that we know and love. Yeah, it's I think like the thing the people is people we I, interviewed. I think on average I've encountered more rancid Leafs fans than I, I have know. like most other fans, but they to me are not the most annoying fans in the NHL anymore. <sighs> no. That title's been taken over. By whom? Congratulations, Montreal Canadiens. You really? are they the are most annoying, annoying fans. In I mean hockey. they're French Canadian. They can't control oh, Qu- it. Quebecois. I know, my whole dad's Quebecois. side is Quebecois. Yeah. Um But yeah. So that game was not good. The special team stunk. 
It was just not, not a... The special teams were so bad. When we went on the power play, I was like, please, no. I was like, I wanted to do not put it. either of these teams on the power play. <laughs> it was bad. It, it was, was very so bad. bad. I, it was, like, embarrassing to watch. Like, I, I almost put on a paper bag when I was recording with the Sens fans. Yeah. But, but that that's okay. Funny. Because that game's in the past. And more importantly, the most recent game was a lot more fun oh yeah that game against tampa i was so i wish i was there honestly i was very jealous that you're at the, that game it was a the, fun game oh the energy in that arena was like i know I, like my dad is the last person in the world who's gonna get up and clap and he was up out of his seat like oh, clapping yeah i love that oh so good mm. that every so much of it was great um what i noticed and i forgot all about was the fact that whenever tampa's losing you'll see them start to play a little dirty. Oh, Nikita, yeah. Nikita Kucherov Coochie is... is dirty. He's That's the dirtiest dirty Coochie. Coochie. Holy <laughs> shit. He, like, he's slashing like crazy. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he did it to Jake Wallman, and Jake Wallman just held his arms up, and he's Wallman like looking at the ref. had a great game, yeah. Yeah. It's because it's a Hanukkah miracle. He's our, <laughs> is our, he Jewish? Oh, yeah, he's Jewish. He's our token <laughs> Jew. One of the, the like, few Jewish innings. The amount of like missed calls that I saw happen. Like yeah. somebody knocked Adam Ernie down and like hit him with the I stick. I saw that, yeah. And they just they let that pass. It was it's just anytime Tampa is behind, you'll see this. Oh. They did it to they did it to Toronto. Yeah. I know. Like I mean <laughs> it's not like new behavior, but no. then then our boy Cider went on a killing spree. He sent two bolts Holy to the shit. bench and then the scrum ensued. Okay, I'm gonna call it a scrum. I tweeted when that happens. I was like, Moore at Cider's first NHL fight, and he goes for the ref because he accidentally yeah, <laughs> he pushes the ref out of no, the way. No, he like grabbed the ref. Like he, I guess he couldn't see. And then I don't know. He, he got his hair fucking pulled. But yeah, like, uh, what's his people... name? Mika- Mikhail Sergachev pulled yeah. his hair out. Yeah, what a freak! <laughs> what a freak! That is freaky behavior. Who pulls hair in a fight? You're a freak. <laughs> but then, like, people on Twitter were like, "Um, that wasn't a fight. It was just called roughing. They didn't even draw." I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Oh my like, god, job. Uh, Get a job. <laughs> Semantics. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like was... the, I like that you can tease yourself. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to tease me. You can tease yourself because if anybody else teases you, you go, "No, you don't actually mean that, do you?" Oh, <laughs> that was too real. <laughs> you didn't actually mean that, did you, Jake? No, really. You, are you sure? <laughs> so, the only complaint that I really had for the wings, our man Adam Ernie, fucked up. He. It was, oh, I think they yeah, were late by in, one, and he had that awful turnover. Yeah, I remember that. I was right like, in dude, front of the net. that was not elite. That was, that was the least elite thing That's I've okay. ever seen out of him. Everybody and I saw him mistakes. smash his stick on the, on the bench. Everybody, <laughs> everybody has those days. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's right. Everybody um, gets that way. You can tell I grew up with sisters. Sure. And I, I'm a That's, little fruit. Yeah. (laughs) Your sisters when you're sitting there alone watching every single episode of Hannah Montana. Yeah, I thought the best part of that little scrum though was Ben Sherat grabbing two huge leaves guy or bolt guys and throwing them aside. Oh, that was so hot. Oh that was great. You're like, I wish that was me. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. I was about to bring up Mike Lee again. Anyway. That's seven to that. four dub dub colossal and the best part about it is that the ottawa game got postponed so we can just ride out this christmas high from that win that's right until <laughs> next week um yeah and it was, it was a good. huge win for the people that turned into like doomers over the last like five or six games i mean it's hard were... not to turn into a doomer when you're on a six game losing streak yeah but like every you know new jersey who's one of the best teams in hockey right now was on yeah. a five game losing streak so i'm like it happens to every team and people were like Doesn't what mean? happened to this team what a huge step back for dylan larkin and then he comes I mean... somebody in the first period tweeted at me that like mm-hmm. dylan larkin has been mediocre all game and then he comes out with two goals i'm like yeah is he still mediocre with an now, injured fucker? hand yeah wow that's fucking annoying yeah but but i, I mean like just, i i think there's too many like too much reactionary like knee-jerk reactions of like oh yeah oh lucas raymond is having a terrible season and then you look at his points and he's actually he's doing okay it's not the best it's season okay yeah it's okay. It's, it's okay but it's not like he's having like this dog shit season like i don't i don't understand it 
We're actually, right now, with the same amount of games played as last season and the same amount of points. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it could be worse. It could be a lot I mean, worse. Remember great. 2019, 20? No, it's not great, but I mean, the you got to consider that, like, the Atlantic division is so much tougher that's than true. it was last year. That is also true. We have We're in the every single division. team's gotten better. Yeah. yeah, we are in the toughest division. Don't forget that, folks. Don't, Don't forget, forget that. It. Never forget it. Um, when we walked out after the game, my dad said, so District Detroit, where is it? <laughs> it's right and here, we Dad. Walked, we walked by the parking lot, and I said, look, there it is. Yikes. And he just looked at me, and he was, he hates Chris Illich. I think he hates Chris Illich. Everybody hates Chris else. Illich. Um, Everybody. Unless he wants to come on our show, then we love him. I bet you Mike Illich hated Chris. <laughs> he gets Logan Rest Roy and Kendall Roy. I told you. <laughs> you're Okay, you're actually right. Yeah, that's so true. I miss Mike Illich. Rest in peace, bro. Me too. That guy—that's you know, the you, god of Detroit. You know the Rosa Parks story, right? Of course. And we already talked about it on the show. Baller move. He did a lot of shit like that. I mean, of mm-hmm. course, we don't even know about all of it. That was well, just that, a good ass dude, man. I also think about like you know five dollar pizza. Like that's affordable for pretty much anybody. Yeah. Like you can go and get an entire pizza for five bucks. Like that'll feed you. That'll feed you well. Yeah. So Snowmageddon has hit our yes. area and it postponed Currently. the ottawa game like you and said. it postponed me going home now i'm just it postponed here. maddie going home and it may postpone me visiting quinn's relatives in bay city oh, oh. oh no Are you in bay city? No. uh no quinn's grandma's in bay city so that's so we're gonna all go there and i was gonna hang out with them and it would have been great because bay city's like a short drive from clarkston yeah but if the roads are bad then uh the roads are not good here in detroit but i thought it was gonna be worse I did too. I thought it was going to be like a total. I, I mean, they do this every year. In Illinois, like it was like once it passed Lake Michigan, we we got a little buffer. And in I also Grand Rapids, know, it's yeah, a shit show too. Yeah, West Michigan always gets fucked. They, yeah. you know that that meme of like the soldier like blocking the bullets. That's West Michigan. That's West Michigan to East Michigan. Thank you, guys. I saw one where it was the soldier blocking nothing, and then the sleeping person getting hit by the bullets, and it was like. Ben Sherat, Bowsider. <laughs> <laughs> Who tweeted that? That's good. I don't know. I might need to make it. Can you find it? Yeah, oh. I'll track it down. That's really good. I like that. That's good. I want to follow whoever made that. So this is our last episode of the year. Can you believe this shit? We've Do been doing have... this for six months now. Half a year. That, isn't that insane? That is I feel wild. like we just started it like three well, months ago. It was only six months ago. <laughs> you know what I mean. But, uh, we've done a lot. We had a Maddie dating show. Mm-hmm. We raised like, how much money did we raise? $600? 600 bucks for Detroit Ice Dreams. Detroit Ice Dreams. We've done a lot. We had Adam Ernie we had on. Darren McCarty. Darren all McCarty, these like people. Daniela. Ken Cal. Daniela Bruce. Doug Deep. <laughs> Doug, yes. DJ Doug Deep. We had, your, your dad was on. My dad rapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's been, what was your, what's been your favorite episode you've done so far? Ooh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I think this know. one's my favorite. Really? I've had a lot of fun with this episode, actually. Oh, yeah. I don't this know. One, I like I bur- I had a deep guttural laugh in this episode when you were talking about the lions, and I don't get those guttural laughs often. <laughs> the lions just get me going, man. Either that, or it's the episode where I found out that I could do this. Oh yeah. <laughs> that makes you very powerful i don't know fans if you made it to this the end of this episode let us know what your favorite episode so far yes. has been i think our fuck mary kill one was good because it was just funny like oh that's golden yeah otherwise i really liked our interview with dmac oh Although yeah he, he just went off the entire time yeah but he just like loves us which is so cute mm-hmm. and wholesome um what is your new year's resolution Oh, I don't with do that. Yourself and the show. Oh, you don't do it? I'm like, okay, here's my philosophy. If I want to make a change in my life, I'll do that any time of year. Like I, I simply do it. Yeah. I don't need like a, the change of the fucking calendar year to be like, oh, I I need to but the calendar told me I can change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't do that. Like I am I, my life has changed so much like these past few years. Like I'm just hoping that next year is better and um for the show i i hope that in the next year we have a lot more cool guests and i'm just excited and like i'm just open you know like i can't control the universe i'll do my best to be like the best version of myself but yeah my my new year's resolution is to uh 
you know, we gotta we gotta get pucks deep. Uh, we gotta we gotta play the full sixty. Uh, you know, we got we gotta put pressure on them. Uh, you My know, New Year's pucks, resolution that. <laughs> is to be sillier. That's good. My yeah. New Year's resolution is to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> My New My New Year's resolution is to make more young hockey fans cry. Yes. Yes, that's perfect. My New Year's resolution is to lie more and spread oh, no. more misinformation. Jake, you do be spreading misinformation. That's not true. My New Year's resolution <laughs> is to gaslight our followers. <laughs> that's not true. Jake, when you if had you, the Oops All Jake episode, happens, I was like, oh no, everyone's going to believe what this man is saying because I'm not if, there to keep you in check. You know, Maddie, if, if it happens so often, why can't you think of an example right away? Oh, it must not happen then. That's my gaslighter voice. That is that is very gas. That just like triggered me. I just like I just like stopped in my tracks. I, I know like, you froze for a second. <laughs> Fight or flight. I was like, this this guy can't be serious. I like that one. I like the oh you always do this. Like oh, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop. Oh my god, look at Marty right now. Oh he is Marty cozy. Is conked out. Do you ever put a blanket on him? Oh yeah. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to say to our fans before we go? Well, instead of Jake saying it this time, I will say I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I am always surprised when I see people like post that they were listening or you guys leave us a review. I still can't believe like this is real. I can't believe this is my life. This is my life for real. <laughs> I used to dream for days like these. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. It's been a great it's been a great year. Um met a lot of really cool people from this and from like the internet. So yeah, I'm excited for next year. But like we, I said, we love you. Yeah, everyone we love that's you. listening. And anybody that isn't listening, fuck yourself. We'll love you if you listen to us. That's the only way that you can be loved. <laughs> we'll love you if you compliment us blindly. Tell us nice things. I think we've said that at the end of every episode. I think so too. All right, everybody, fuckers, have a great rest of your year. Yeah. This one goes out to you. <laughs>